live from wherever they happen to be. It's Fortune Radio with your hosts, Aaron Silverstein and David Bearwall. So this is Fortune Radio. Yeah. You oh. got David here, you got Aaron here, we got X here, and, and uh, Kirk. Kirk on remote. Yeah, hey Kirk, will you will you look up and see what the name of the the religion is of the people that worship Saturn? Will do. I'll be right back. I got to grab my list. Religions that worship Saturn. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's interesting to me. Anything that worships a black cube. What do you mean a black cube? Black cube or a black square? Like there's religions that worship a black square. So um, Saturn can be represented um, symbolically as a black cube or a black square. Uh, For instance, uh, I believe like... I feel like vaguely I've seen this somewhere. Yes, it's it's all throughout imagery. Yeah, okay. A lot of religious beliefs. So if we look at um, some of the Masonic... Some of the Masonic... um, Some of the Masonic paintings and things like that, they have... They have like a black checkerboard, um, and even in some of their paintings, you'll see like a black cube. It, so, is, is does the planet of Saturn have significance in it, or is it the rings, or is it just the so, name? So it's it's all like when it comes to us, like it, it. I think I believe it dates back to like like ancient society and like us looking at the stars. So there's like some astrology. A lot, yeah. a lot of astrology. Um, so basically I believe that there was like a hyper events society at some point and this is where a lot of the mythos uh, from like all the different religions comes from that there that there was like a influence from not even necessarily like uh, different beings from a different world it could have been but like imagine imagine somebody with modern technology in the ancient world, right? Mm-hmm. They'd be seen as gods. They'd be worshipped. Absolutely. And then so imagine the tales of them uh, after after a, a like major extinction event and like you're just explaining like, oh yeah, this guy, he had an airplane and uh, what the fuck is the airplane? He's like, oh, it's this metal thing and it flies uh, and they're like, what? <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Metal can't fly. Metal's heavy as fuck. Yeah, try so, try explaining Bluetooth to some fucking ancient, you know, caveman guy or so, fucking the internet or whatever else. Like, there's a lot of shit that we can't even comprehend. We can't even understand. I couldn't even explain it to you. A thousand right? years. Yeah, like, how long would it take you to build a cell phone if everything completely, if, if all of society broke down, everything completely malfunctioned and we went back to zero? How long would it take you to develop a cell phone? Yeah, you, or do you just you. learn from the mistakes we already made developing so, one and just maybe not, maybe just skip out on that next cell phone? I'm just saying from, from, from step A to Z, like, dude, that's that's, that's quite a fucking mm-hmm. a jump. I mean, dude, yeah. we'd be using st- fucking stick tools and fucking, you know yeah. what I'm saying? A bow and arrow would be a stretch. Smoke signal. <laughs> Literally. Hey. <laughs> uh, <A. laughs> but, um, but, so that's actually... I'm catching up. It's actually yeah. very poignant that you mention a cell phone because... So imagine the tales of these heroes and and these kings that did consider themselves gods, probably, right? And a thousand years of the telephone game 
from all these different perspectives, which was like the basis of all these different societies, right? So, like, you can look at it like, of course, people are going to begin to worship these people because they literally went so hard that anything you say about them to an undeveloped uh, group of people will sound like magic. It'll sound like some kind of miraculous thing, which it very well might have been, but, like, what is magic besides freaking chemistry and uh fucking slide, well their sleight of hand yeah. is a lot of magic too i mean look so at look modern magic is you know look yeah, at religion it's like these fools came in and they could read nobody could read mm-hmm. so these fools could read and well, that was like well, that was during like, the dark whoa. ages these motherfuckers can read i'll listen to them what do they have to say it's that, like that was during the dark ages yeah hell Liter- yeah literacy rates have varied between many different ages and many different cultures like but yeah, that is why they had so much control during the Dark Ages, and that is why religion was so like was just so crucial to their society. After the fall of Rome, um, they changed they changed the 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 power that they had from a militaristic type of power into a um, into a religious and spiritual type of power power man it's like that's what you go after once once you get the money that's the next step because once you have enough money to buy anything that you want power is the next thing that you want power and what is power anyways it's just being able to control somebody what power it's like i mean what is selfish is the ability to be the guy that makes decisions the guy that uh, makes the call other people i think power is more of a dynamic concept than just being able to control some other person i think for one you could interpret it as control over yourself and uh another another way you could interpret it is your actual internal abilities to perceive the world and to interact with it powerful i mean that is like the greatest power right if you can if you can adapt Awareness, or manipulate the world around you to uh, benefit you. I mean, what greater power is there then? I mean, you, but that's basically that. That it basically is it. I mean, you could do anything you want if you had that power. Right? Well, under understanding as well. So, even if you can't manipulate something, right? If you can understand what it is, you can control yourself to yeah. act accordingly. Mm-hmm. Like surfing, for instance. Right? You're not. You're you're not really manipulating the water. I mean, like you kind of well, are like, on the very surface of the water. You're manipulating to it, but you're you're not even just adapting. You're just riding the wave. Mm-hmm. You're existing on that like say twenty foot wave for an extreme example. And dang, what else are going with that? But yeah, yeah. Basically, like you can still have you, you can't a control the wave. You can't control the ocean. You can't control the power the ocean has. Yeah. But you do have some power in over yourself. Yeah, over yourself and how you react to what the ocean does. I like the metaphor of riding a wave. Like yeah. I don't know, lately I've been thinking about that when it comes to life. Like you see these waves coming in, these sets of waves coming in, and you're like, Am I gonna take this wave or not? Hopefully it's the right wave, hopefully it breaks right, hopefully it's a decent wave and it just doesn't just wash out. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully I can ride this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, that's that's like life. You know what I'm saying? Like you just and another wave will come. Yeah, you know what I'm but in between you riding that wave and the other wave coming, there's a low. You got to wait. That's the other side of it. You know, you got to so, be patient. Yeah, yeah. Water, you know, water, water is a 
a great way uh, that we've like gained at least a little bit of perspective on the probability field of um, of the universe pretty much collapsing as uh, a wave becomes a particle. Uh, like imagine like a snowflake freezing, like the water is amorphous, and the only the only thing that can basically influence the shape of a snowflake is the actual frequencies in the waters like the vibration the vibration of the water and the frequencies of that vibration as it's freezing and becoming a snowflake it's like a the double slits experiment Mm -hmm. yeah positive or negative energy can affect the way water molecules freeze that's real that's real life it seems like it'd be magic I don't know. I, I just I can't get over it. back to like when we were talking about different senses. We have like over twenty senses or, or whatever senses exceeding our regular five senses. I'm I'm assuming. Well, it's like there's so I, much. I believe we've had more, and I've I've heard of there being more, uh, but there's definitely at least that sixth sense that I know for sure exists. Uh, are you are you out of here? No, I'm coming back. All right, cool. Uh, should be back in like five. Is there a you need chaw? Yeah. Yeah. X. Another thing is like future sight. That could be another sense. Uh, so I was like, okay, like all these things about premonitions sound so crazy. But what we do understand is that the theoretical particle known as tachyons, they actually move so fast that they're supposed to travel back in time. And perhaps your subconscious mind or whatever level of consciousness that can interpret uh, these tachyons and the patterns, you know that they're that they're making. They could create an image in your in your mind, your subconscious, or even your conscious mind, and you could actually perceive the future before it happens. Yeah, I have dreams uh, that I've I've considered prophetic. Premonitions. And, uh, it, yeah, pr- yeah, premonitions. My sister gets them too. We've talked about them, and I was. Um, I was always kind of, um, it was always like, oh, this is strange deja vu. This is strange deja vu. And then I had one experience where I could place what was happening to me in a dream that I'd had not long before. Like yes. when they, it started getting like closer and closer, like a lot of times now, now when I feel deja vu, it's like, wait a minute, have I dreamt about this? Is that where I'm feeling this deja vu yes. from? I don't think it's like an unnatural phenomenon. I think yeah. that like, yeah, there's something in your subconscious mind. Every and, single culture in the history of the planet has talked about this. Yeah. Dream, the dream state really interests me, man. I, uh, the state, right? The what state? The alpha, the theta state. So there's the theta. alpha state, which is normal conscious thinking. There's a beta state, which is a little bit more high frequency, and then there's a theta state, which is when you're in a trance or when you're in a dream or when you're doing some like yogic shit. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. enter the theta state. Also, as a child, you remain in the theta state for like the first seven years of your life or somewhere around that, I believe. That's fucking nuts. And to have no recollection whatsoever until you're what three. When did you? When's your first memory, David? What's your oh, first like, memory? I mean, just like off the top of my head, it's not even close to three, man. Probably was it older or younger? Um, so I have memories in, like, so it's it's a little easy for me because so I moved here when I was eight years old. I had memories before I was eight, but not a lot. 
memories are here moving. So I, I'd say like my first memories are probably six, five, six, but, yeah. but then like you have very vague, you know, toddler memories of, you know, like learning to spell your name, learning the alphabet, preschool. So, you know, but those are very vague. Um, I remember going outside. I remember opening the sliding glass door with my mom and we would walk out into the backyard and there was this massive fucking tree, massive. I don't know what kind of tree it was. But these birds, these birds would collect in this tree during the day. And so what we'd do is we'd go outside and, and she would clap her hands. And, and she, would, she would say, clap your hands. You know, we'd both be clapping our hands. And these trees, uh, these birds would just explode out of the trees. And I just remember it being like magical. Like I was young and it was just like, damn, that's powerful. You know, it was just like these fucking birds. I don't know. It just... I just remember that 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 uh, that memory just being like stained in my fucking in my brain, or like my mom playing piano, or like uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I mean, that first one's significant because you kind of like you know as a as a toddler you, you're kind of learning uh, things. You do have a, 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 a an outcome on the world around you. You know, you can. Yeah. Whether you scream or you clap or you don't do anything, it all has like a different outcome. So you know you learn these things as toddlers. It's, it's really cool uh, to see how babies grow up, man. I don't know. I follow this guy on on X. It's like I don't know. I don't have kids of my own, obviously, but it's just cool, man. It's cool. Uh, see how they, I don't know, how they learn. Just watching videos of babies, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, man. I. Uh... Kirk, did you find out uh, who? who it is that uh, worships Saturn. Dude, yeah, that's actually, it took you a really long time, Kirk. Uh, yeah, I was letting you guys uh, continue your conversation. I'm so not going to fire as, you, Kirk. As far as Saturn worshippers, the only uh, sort of religion or belief system I could find is in the Roman times. Uh, they were the ones that named Saturn. Um, there's also a link between Saturn worshippers and uh, the Judaic faith and uh, so Saturn and Saturday are linked so the Sabbath and the Talmud has a astrological connection the Talmud um, and there is a keep going you know, well, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy and the, I believe that's the fourth commandment and it allows the Jews, by not occupying themselves with everyday matters, but devoting themselves solely to the fear of God, it protects them from Saturn's baneful influence and also to improve the quality of their religious belief. Well, that's, so, pre that's pretty damn heavy, Kirk. I was not expecting to find that. Dude, I'll tell you, I believe in Mother Nature and Father Time. I think they they're they play they might it might be a transsexual universal entity. Um, call it God, call it whatever you want to call it, but it's like it's it's the interplay of time and nature, the interplay of nature. You just see this this corresponding, uh, just how how nature nature plays with itself, uh, the symbiosis of nature, how we're all just linked in this fucking. This system, this chain. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyways, 
Should we? All right, so let's more philosophical. Said, uh, father time <laughs> so, is undefeated. So. Father time and Mother Nature, and it might be Mother time and Father Nature, but I don't, I don't know. It's probably not. Uh, all right, so X is dope, right? Yeah, X is cool. X is cool. We're, we're going to make a band. Uh, we, we were jamming tonight. It's fucking sick. I like his style. I yeah. like uh, his fashion sense. He's got wicked style. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the man. Uh, fucking so stoked to have met that guy. I'm glad that you guys are hitting it off. Yeah, he's nice. He's nice, and he's uh, bright. Um, so I talked to the manager at AMCH, uh, Alternative Medicine on Capitol Hill. Yeah. And um, I almost got a sponsor uh, through that dispensary with Little Number Wolfcast, and he was giving me some bud just to mention the shop, and then he, he, he just backed out of it. He was just like, well, you know, this isn't really benefiting not me. Bringing anybody we're, we're not bringing anybody in, and we, we do good enough business, and there's no reason to be giving you free bud. And, like, right. I, I understand that. Right, but I would love. I mean, it, it's a neighborhood dispensary, and it there are cool people there. That's where I get my bud. Yeah, and it'd be cool to like to 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 rep that shop and maybe get some free bud. I mean, I think like when in our second episode we were talking about who we want to sponsor. I said some weed. That was the first thing that yeah. you fucking said, and I so I I called him out in front of every in front of all of his employees, and it wasn't a call out really. It was just like. Hey man, I got a new and because this was the same guy I discussed the sponsorship with the first time, and he was hooking me up with some pretty good bud. I said, "All right, hey man, I have a new, I have a new podcast. How many subscribers do I need to get sponsored by this shop? A thousand, ten thousand, five thousand? Don't tell me that. Just sleep on it. Sleep on it. Tell me what you think. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because if if we get a big enough following, a big enough uh, listener base, and I, I mean." Shit, it, it, it's it, it's worldwide, but there's a lot of people from around here, right? I mean, that's that's a good thing about getting uh, getting sponsors that are like online sponsors. Anybody around the world can can order it or whatever. And sure, like a dispensary, you got to live. Yeah, but in I the mean, area, dude, if we're bringing it's... guys like like X in, and our guests are going to be, you know, we're talking about having just local musicians in, right? You know, this yeah. Is gonna be, you know, uh, you know, centrally local themed kind of podcast. And look, I don't think there's any problem with like having a, um, uh, a dispensary on there, and it's still worldwide, dude. Because Colorado, Denver, I mean, people come in from around the world to ski or to hike, ski in the winter, hike in the summer, and they're going to know about Red it. exactly, dude. So they're going to go want to go to some dispensary, so and they're going to hey, ha- they heard of it, they're going to go, yeah, and they get the AMCH, yeah. they get a fucking discount or whatever listener promo code, whatever the fuck it is. But I mean, I think that'd be so fucking sick. And uh, so, what do you think that? What do you think the? I mean, what would you say? Because I mean, what? Maybe maybe he's going to listen to this episode. Maybe the manager of AMCH is going to listen to this episode. So what? What do What do you say? I don't want to put you just put you on the spot. That we didn't we didn't talk about the list before we started recording. So I don't want to just put you directly on the spot. Well, no, I mean I don't. I've we never shopped at bit. AMCH, uh, but I've worked in that industry for a really long time, and uh, you know I definitely I know my way around a marijuana plant. I not much of a retail guy, but um, I don't know what would I say to him. Uh, Pay me, motherfucker. <laughs> Give him a little slap on the ass. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, yeah, he's got a great shop. Great, great, great people over there, dude. Did you see my money plant? I transplanted it. You're, oh, the, one, you're the one who oh, recommended yeah, I it. it. Yeah, yeah, you, nice. you, you, uh, you recommended it. I cleaned it up. Yeah, fed it. Yeah, transplanted it. I got to take care of my money tree. Got to take care of your money. I tree. had to spend a little bit of money to just as an investment to take care of my money. Tree. You don't want your money tree dying. No, that's fucked. Yeah, you can't have your money tree die. Yeah. You didn't buy that for yourself either, right? That was a gift. Ex-girlfriend. Oh, whatever. It was a gift. That's good. It was a gift. Bamboos should also always be a gift. Bamboos? Yeah. Really? Don't buy yourself a bamboo 
get them as a gift or buy them as a gift. Yeah. Okay. Bad luck to buy your own bamboo. So don't be bamboozled by the bamboo market. I see what you did there. I like it. Yeah. Um, so what's on your list? I wanted to, uh, I, I called you guys last night, had some things to talk about. Um, what do you have on your list, man? My Ooh. list is recording Kirk on, on uh, you know, our ghetto little setup here. So, but okay. I, I remember. Uh, Check this out. I just found this out. Okay, so in London, I'm glad you're back for this. All right, so in London, they go through 23 kilograms of cocaine a day. And Who does? The city of London. It's more the that. royal family? The, the reason that they figured this out, they found out it's according to wastewater samples. Yeah. They're getting the information from the diluted piss in the wastewater of how much cocaine is still remaining in the water. Yeah, or what people flush down the toilet. Sure. No, they're not flushing shit. If it's, if it's they're flushing the royal shit. royal family? Well, no, we're just talking about family? the city of London, I think. Yeah. I just so made which, a joke. It which, was the royal family. Which city of London is it? England. Well, I just it, in two cities of London. In London, I I I mean I don't have the 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 article right here, but and then and then second place is Barcelona at twelve point seven kilograms a day. I know. I've heard like I've heard London uh, is de like they party in London. Women oh, party yeah. like there's a whole culture. It's like of, New York, of, dude. Yeah, of like sat Friday, Saturday. I think New York is like every day. Or like London, you know, from what I understand, it's like a weekend party place. London you know? is every day too, bro. Is it? Yeah. Imagine how, dude, that's fucking London. Yeah. I guess just a giant, you know. I'd love but to go I think there. there's like a lot of money in London too. Mm -hmm. Um, So. That's that's know. that's that old money too. That's that sh my money that's been around. So yeah, the, so mm -hmm. they're like, like you probably shouldn't even be talking about it, but it's like, there's two cities of London. One of them is like London, London, England. And the other one is like a very small, like area. It's like a faction of a prefecture. I don't know what you would call it, but it's it's where a lot of the banks exist. You're not even allowed to. Go. Oh, oh, like Washington D.C. type, or, yes. or Vatican. Yes, and then there's that London. Yeah, yeah. It's not part of. It's annexed or. Uh, it's it's probably a part of the. Uh, like United Kingdom or British Empire, but. It, I'm, I'm pretty sure it has its own laws. Yeah, yeah like DC. Like, yeah, it's like, not represented. Like Disney World, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like the Vatican has its own because, laws. It's its own right, fucking it's not Roman. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so Disney, fucking Disney World is literally. Um, well, yeah, they were controlling their own laws, and DeSantis kind of pulled that back on them. No, it's Disney World. They they might DeSantis might have pulled it back, but at the yeah. end of the day, unless we want to go to war with the Crown, Disney World is not subject to any American. Laws at all? What? Yeah, I, I do remember there's like some agreement. I so, think Kirk could probably speak to it. So, that's until fucking the, crazy. Yeah, Kirk, can you yeah, look into so, that a little bit? So that's, that's fucking called, crazy. So we're uh, I don't know if it's Disney World or Disneyland, uh, the one in Florida. It's at Reedy Creek, and that is its own sovereign. Uh, it's not a state. It's a, maybe a district, you would say, and. They do have to go through like environmental regulations oh, yeah. and financial regulations, but for the most part, it, it is its own uh, separate entity apart from uh, the state of Florida or the the U.S. That does not mean it's like a conspiratorial thing 
and you don't have to like uh, Disney or hey Disney to uh, oppose their uh, ability to maneuver their the laws of Reedy Creek. But yes, it is, is its own sovereign district. They don't even have to maneuver with the laws of Reedy Creek. So it comes down to fucking money. They're making a shit ton of money so they can slide. They let no, the government no, no, lets no. them slide. Why? Why well, else? There's, why there's else? actually a document that it makes it so Disneyland uh, is what I guess that's the name of it. They are subject to the crown until the last descendant of whoever the monarchy of uh, freaking Britain or England or whatever is dies whoever the last descendant of them dies Disney World is not subject to American law or Disneyland I had no idea that's insane mm-hmm. that's fucking nuts I don't like Disney World I don't like being there I, I've been there before yeah. uh, my stepsister was a cheerleader so she went there for nationals I was lucky enough to go Disney World f- filled with cheerleaders is actually pretty fucking rad sounds fire but, but it was and it, and it was but I would even but, go but Disney World is like it makes you sick <laughs> we're though. much older now gentlemen so. yeah, it makes you it yeah. makes you sick man well, the, hot, the hot there, dogs no, are like nine dollars no fucking actual national cheerleader championship besides the freaking high school one uh, college, probably. is there a college cheerleader championship? Yeah, pro- yeah, yeah. Is there a professional cheerleader championship? Is there an NFL cheerleader championship? I fucking no, hope so. I don't I we so. could go to. There's got to be dog. No, uh, you see, I refuse to believe. If there isn't, be. then we could start one. Yeah, uh, yeah, with a few mil. Yeah, well, we, yeah, we quite we, a few mil. Yeah, we go make. We do a capital race. We need some capital. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> I think people would support that though. I yeah. think people would definitely support that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. people love cheerleaders. They do. We all do. At least half the population. So, David, are you supporting any OnlyFans girls? <laughs> oh, I don't support any OnlyFans girls, man. No, I don't support any women, actually. Too poor. Nice. I mean, I support all women uh, spiritually and emotionally, but financially can't afford to uh, mm. have a hard time supporting myself. You know That's fucking hilarious. Dude, dude, women are winning, bro. They're, like, so financially... Do you know, like, they're they're actually more likely to be employed, more likely to be college graduates? Yeah, um, yeah. And there's a pay, there's there's definitely a pay gap, but like, black women in America are the demographic most likely to graduate from college. Isn't that fucking off the chain, bro? Wow. I think it's very cool. I think that the education we're getting from colleges now is more dangerous than good. Dude, the, the education system in general has always been bullshit. Yeah. It's always been like university is a lot better because you're you're dealing with a group of people who aren't just nationalists. Like it's get a lot of influence from people who are from other nations and also like you're sort of like buying into this club where you get a lot of connections. Yeah. If you're mm-hmm. maneuvering. Do you have a degree X? No, I don't. I just I just used to go to colleges and like like hang out with people and like go to their classes and shit yeah. <laughs> and so I yeah, just kind of stole stolen education mm-hmm. that's pretty dope yeah. just learn a thing or two go to a few classes I mean like okay. I thought why not you know like Dude, when we used to live near DU I was like law and I, I mean I never did uh, but um, I was always like yeah maybe I just go sit in on some law classes and just learn some shit for free yeah. you know oh, they're not gonna kick you out you they're, because they're looking for people who aren't there you know what I'm saying they're looking for people. They're not looking for people who are there and aren't necessarily supposed to be. They're looking for people who are not there. 
<laughs> and I, ours is supposed to be. I just remember it being really fucking weird living by DU, and, and we were all outside of the college age, and we were still going to college parties. And, <laughs> Try it, and these, these girls are like, you know, what what are you studying? And I'm like, I'm, I just play music in a, in a house full of dudes up, we did this, all right. up the street. We did all right. That was a great time. Yeah, we did all right. Yeah, I mean, shit. So you guys been homies for a while? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have, man. What, since? I mean, we've been good homies since, uh, you know, just out of high school. But, I mean, we've known each other since Laredo Middle School, you know. So. Yeah. When did you graduate high school? Uh, we graduated in 2006. Nice. 2000 yeah. dicks, bro. 2000 dicks. That was a good time, though. 2006 was a good time. 06. How about you? When did I graduate high school? Yeah. I can't fucking remember, bro. I was doing so much drugs. But I'm I'm how many years I'm, are you in in I'm in twenty Earth years? I'm twenty eight. Okay. So that should be like a clear. Put you around twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. Yeah, twenty fourteen. Twenty eight was a good time. Actually twenty eight was uh when I uh I was kind of at the peak of what I've seen in success at twenty eight. It all went down. Well actually no, bit. actually in reality I had to get my freaking GED because all of my teachers they uh they all came together and they were like so that's so that's the year my class graduated, like of all my peers. But I was just such a fucking troublemaker. They yeah. they all knew that I didn't give a fuck about school. Like I I always loved my teachers, bro. They were the shit. But they all came to me like as an adult, like and I was still like in fucking tenth grade. And like my homies had like went on they'd went on to like go to eleventh grade and shit and my teachers they they knew I was like abusing the system just to have fun just to fucking hang out and smoke weed and like kick it at the library and shit and they they un- they also understood that no disciplinary actions would ever change my behavior so they they all got together and they were like hey man like we understand that you know not to do anything don't enough to get kicked out of the school and also that you're intelligent enough to like live your life without this uh this institution or whatever you know I don't know if they phrase it exactly like that they were like they were like you're being really fucking disruptive <laughs> you know what I'm saying and it was like all of them and like I consider them to be like my friends because like I don't know like they just pretty much they tried to stop me from doing whatever I wanted but they they couldn't so <coughs> you're forced not to be trifled with X uh, well of course not so I had to go get a freaking GED. I got my GED. The whole education system is fucked. Like, of course, kindergarten to to what senior year? It's like they're just training you to be a a, a warehouse worker. Oh, yeah, I mean, John D. Rockefeller. Uh, yeah, man. Yes, yes. I was listening to Chris Chrissy Chaos, and he was talking about this. The entire education system was built by John D. Rockefeller to 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 educate uh, employees to make people. Employees, like not to make people think for themselves, not to make people entrepreneurial, not, not to, to really people, teach them any valuable shit. No, just to just keep to them in them, line, to get them through school, to get them to the point where they can go work on a on a production line for a billionaire. Yeah, like John D. Rockefeller, and um, that's what I think. And it hasn't changed yet. I think they actually do teach us things that are of value. Otherwise, like you know, Addition. the teachers the teachers wouldn't believe that. Yeah, definitely some some mathematics, some some you know history. Um, you know, science and social science, studies sure. and art as well. What would you rather but, learn? But, but the problem is, 
none of it none of it is geared towards being self-sufficient whether that be outside of anything having to do with government or even like the freaking structure the social structure of society none of it is geared towards being self-sufficient and a free thinker that's that's the main problem right i'd rather learn about how to do my taxes exactly and how to how to how to mortgage a house than than learn about the fucking whatever i mean history Home is valuable, has no social uh, it has no um financial literacy quarter for that class it's no financial literacy class uh, it's like do they want us to be stupid well yeah. they don't they want you to be broke and dependent on their broke systems as fuck yeah uh, and, and sure. inside your house they want, want us, you to be, they want us your to house. be institutionalized yeah just watching tv i mean they it, streaming to streaming the, your fate. to the elites were considered a herd and and, it, and it's it's made obvious by their Definitely. by their uh propaganda and for, the food yeah the food <laughs> what, they're, what they're putting in your food, food what they're putting in your air yeah. what they're putting in your water and now what most obvious what they're forcing you to inject into your body straight up the only other th- things that are forced injected are farm animals or herds yeah. or, or something that that farmers need to control for their for their profits to protect their assets. It's a hot ticket issue. So are we? <laughs> God damn right. So uh, yeah, I mean that's uh, we're considered a herd to the elites, and that's it, man. And it's uh, basically a slave, uh, slave fucking function. Did you, know? you did you get vaxxed? Are you familiar with John Dewey? John Dewey? No, no. Yeah, uh, he came from Columbia University in New York. He visited the Soviet Union in 1927, and toward their education system and a lot of his books were uh, popular in the USSR he was a educational reformer when he came back to the US he wrote for the New Republic a series of uh, essays called the uh, impressions of Soviet Russia and a lot of what he learned in Russia at the time became uh, foundational precepts for our modern education system. So it's all a design. Yes. Do you think the aliens so, are involved, Kirk? <laughs> What's that? Do you think the aliens are involved? Do you think they? Uh, do you think the alien? Do you think the aliens splice with our DNA? Do you think they're? Do you think they have their hands on the reins? What if we are the aliens? Barrel. Shot, 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 Well, for sure, the freaking um, uh, viruses might really be aliens. They don't look like anything on this fucking planet. Right. <laughs> Not nothing at all. They could have, it could have actually just been engineered by aliens. It could be like machines. Did you get, did you get the vaccine shot? No, fuck no. Good for you. And I never will. <laughs> David David is an anti-vaxxer. Well, dude, I didn't used to be, uh, but, dude, when you try to force something, I mean, it just became... Well, I mean, I, like, yeah, that, that's why, obvious. like, oh, yeah, Wait fuck that. I, got, I mean, like, I got my tetanus shot, dude. I got my freaking... Yeah. yeah, my, yeah. My, polio, it, polio vaccine, right? Yeah. Well, but, no, and then, we didn't get... We don't have you, polio vaccines. You did, yeah, we do. We, just, no, we did early on, or like when you were a kid, you get a yeah, polio bro, vaccine. Dude, my dad's polio vaccine is like a, it's like quarter size. Yeah, I mean, the fucking technology gets better. Oh, yeah, it does. So, however, um, yeah, yeah, it becomes 
I don't, I don't even remember what I was gonna say, but yeah, obviously, if somebody's trying to fucking force me to do some shit, I'm like, fuck no, That's dude. Like, not even yeah, for a sure. free donut, you wouldn't do it. Huh? I <laughs> cheeseburger, cheeseburger didn't do it for you. No, I got a pair. Really? I got a pair of Air Force Ones to get, <laughs> Did to you get really? vaccinated. Yeah, wait, really? Yeah. Jesus. What? How? I was working for this company called Wild. They make edibles, yeah. edible gummies. W Y L. And it's like, uh, could, you, could you have forged the documents and still got the Air Force Ones? So here's the deal. If you get the vaccine, they give you a hundred dollar gift card. So could you have just pretended to get the vaccine? Like what no, was the you evidence? Needed the documentation. That's what I'm saying. There, there was fake documentation. Document the whole I time. suppose I could have, but I got the thing is the thing that sucks is I got those Air Force Ones and they were dope. They're all black Air Force Ones and I fucking loved them. So we got with the all whites. But they but they squeaked. They squeaked. Have they squeaked when I walked. You still have them. I might have thrown them in a dumpster. Penguin yeah. sneakers. So, and also there's a problem with Air, black Air Force Ones is there's a theory that they might actually uh, attract negative energy. You're right. You're right. And, and and it's like if you have black Air Force Ones, they think people think that you're a crook or some shit, that you're a thief. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like it. You I like it. I, li- I like an all black shoe. I wear all black Converse. I like mm-hmm. it. I think it's classy. You know what I'm saying? You wear. You know, I, I like an all black shoe. I'm not trying to be too flashy, you know. So, you, so David, you don't know about the? No, I never heard that conspiracy. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, so it's it's not even a conspiracy. It's it's half a joke. It's anecdotal. It's half a joke, but it's also uh, it's it's kind of half real because of the joke is become and and also the real life situations has become so inter interlaced to freaking I don't know like street society if you would call it's like it a that. white lighter. It's like a white lighter. Oh, like it's bad life superstition. So so dudes who wear black Air Force Ones, whether they be low tops or high tops, are like, they're thought to be like these dudes that are like gonna do some like crazy like shit. Like, oh, they might rob you. They might like beat you up or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, if you're wearing, so like Air Force Ones are the cheapest Nike that is widely accepted as a reputable shoe. In the urban. Yeah, 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 in the urban, (laughs) in the urban sphere, right? Um, I love the Air Force One. And What, you mean the Walmart Shacks? Those are no good? No, they're no good. What do you, Walmart Shacks? Is that, oh, the Shaquille O'Neal? New Balances are just now sort of becoming like re-acceptable. Like for a while, like Air Force stomp stomp. New balance is in white boy yeah, It was Nelly. It was it was Nelly, right? Or no? What was it? I can't remember. It was Nelly, or was it, it was somebody like that in like 2010 fucking, area? I don't, yeah. I don't know if they were like Nelly. I don't know if they were Nelly, but nobody's really like Nelly. We gotta keep that. Yeah, real, that's okay? true. Nelly is Nelly. <laughs> Nelly's Nelly, bro. No he's one. he's uh he's definitely niche in his own way. Nelly, he's know? the one with the he's got the little ba- he's got the little band in Saint Louis. Yeah. A little Band-Aid under same, his eye. What does same. that mean? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I it think has he any just meaning. had some. Like, I think it's just aesthetic, like a boo. It's aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of a cool. <laughs> he had a boo boo that whole yeah, time. Boo boo. <laughs> but oh yeah, so that's that's what the like that's why weird shit was happening to you with the black Air Force Ones. And if you did throw them away, like it might have been a good idea. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like they're they're haunted by their by their reputation. God, I had no crazy. idea. I always thought white ones looked better. I also think, like, dude, the Air Force One. They get dirty, man. That's an ugly shoe, dude. I mean, Are it's an ugly. Me? Like, it's a, it's just plain. Like, you should be wearing the New Balance. What is it? The New Balance 401. So that's the dad no. shoe, right? I don't even like, know what the, the fuck Nike SBs. Like yeah. SBs, SBs, all right, yeah. yeah. All the all the SB shit is pretty dope. They're comfortable on there and they're cool. Mm-hmm. I like Dunks. I like a nice Dunk. So yeah. that's what you met me in. I was wearing the freaking Nike Dunks. The dunks so, are SBs, right? Dunks—that's what SBs um, came out, out of, right? 
An SB can be know. considered a dunk, but it's not necessarily. Well, a dunk is more like a basketball shoe, though, right? I mean, that's why I it's called so, a fucking yeah. dunk. But that's what all these skate. But they shoes have turned they into. have dunks that are skate shoes now. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. But they're also I don't know if they're SBs though. Like people, dude, were we got to go skate Puma sometime, dude. And, and all we that, do. and that's a bas- old basketball shoe, you know. Yeah. The what? The Puma suede people were skating oh, on. Pumas, dude. Or I, I used to work for Puma, so dude, I, this is like. You usually see me wearing Pumas. I bought these New Balances because they're dope and they were on sale. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I usually wear a Puma suede. Any any conspiracies about Pumas? <laughs> it's just like some hip hop shit. It was just like the Pumas. I, I think I think uh, during the there was like an era where like Pumas and Adidas guys were kind of beefing a little bit. But yeah, that, well, that might brothers. not be that might not be true. At no, all. no, I, brothers, I heard about yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, they were brothers and they were beefing. They, oh, they were. They broke the company up because it, it was what. So, uh, Adidas is actually Adi Das. Adi Dossler. Adi Dazzle. Adi And then Rudolf Dossler is the founder of Puma. Before yeah. all, but before those things, they had the Dossler shoe fabric. But wasn't, like wasn't they got Adi, in a fight over a girl. Wasn't Adi Dossler. A girl. Of course they fucking did. Wasn't Adi Dossler an Olympiad too? No. Um, he was just wearing them? No. So uh, what's his name? Uh, the first black guy uh, in, uh, in the... What, Jesse... Jesse Owens. Jesse, Jesse Owens, Owens was wearing Pumas in the uh, Nazi Olympics, and that's kind of, uh, I think that might be the story you're thinking of from Puma. Um, Dossler shoe fabric was just like, I, I think they were just like mostly making sneakers or, you know, soccer so that, Wait, that's crazy. In German, and, uh, so yeah. an American Olympiad was wearing German shoes, a black American Olympiad was wearing German shoes during the Nazi Olympics. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that Puma was... German. German, yeah. They're across German the there. Jesse Owens is that uh, Jesse thought that the Germans treated him better than uh, probably the Americans did. did back home. And that uh, probably and did. the FDR had, uh, had treated him worse than uh, Hitler did. Of course. Well, because like the the whole like like oppression and the marginalization of black Americans has a lot to do with... Um, not only the prison industrial complex, but just in general, the financial state of the country and, and, you know, like all the black massacres, Tulsa massacre, like, um, freaking central park is built on like, uh, the remnants or the freaking graveyard of a black community, the rise shooting, like so on and so forth. So like Germans, they, definitely demonized a lot of people in their country and they certainly didn't consider black people to be equals however the people that they were targeting were not black americans and they were not necessarily uh the black people in their country even though a lot of black people were definitely put into concentration camps black people that were living in europe it was like it's just a different a different cultural perspective from even like some of the most racist europeans and so of course and Jesse Owens are different in Europe than in uh, you know North America. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so that could be a part of it. Uh, Germany's Nuremberg, Nuremberg codes were actually modeled after uh, Jim Crow laws and what were called black codes in the South mm-hmm. to exclude uh, what we call marginalized communities. Oh, of course. Which includes uh, you know queer people. Mentally challenged people, gay people, gypsies, <laughs> Roma, yeah. Anybody, anybody who's not a freaking uh, quote unquote purebred German. Just say it. What Nazi? 
Yeah. I thought you were just going to say white boy. Oh, uh, yeah, white boy. But <laughs> but the Jew, this brother, were they, uh, what is it called? The, the Jews. The Semites, right? Anti Semites. Or the Semites. Okay, what are you saying? Sorry. So, so, uh, it's like I think because they're like not completely they're not like they're they're not completely like somebody who's a descendant of fucking they're they're white people still you mean like a Zionist I guess I mean I don't know I don't have enough information on what that term means but I know the Jews in Europe the Jews in Europe the Jews in Europe looked white you know what I'm saying so like it wasn't just white boys that were being fucking or, or that were considered like this sort of apex race or, or the master race as, as they would have put it uh, it's, it's actually uh, fucking specifically people who were of German or Austrian blood and also like any of the other countries that had uh, freaking Germanic like genetically they, were they, they like uh, what is that called um, you it was like eugenics, right? Eugenics. They they like actually were trying to breed out all the other like uh, ethnic groups from their bloodline. That's to, how it started with, to with the Germans. They yeah, they they were trying to get rid of the fucking. It, it uh, already existed before the Germans, but the Germans were the ones who were the most uh, extremist about it. They were the ones who believed that it would make like a. A freaking utopian society. Do you guys know that ABBA, every member of ABBA, was part of this experiment of uh, not quite eugenics, not like manipulating um, um, genes, but like eugenics they, is also were, selective uh, breeding as well. Yeah, like more selective breeding type and That's selective still schooling eugenics. and selective education. That, the band ABBA, yeah. yeah. Kirk, wow. fact check me. Am I right? <laughs> Great man. <laughs> but. But yeah, eugenics doesn't. It could so like domestication is a form of eugenics of like of animals and shit. Yeah, so man. they've done it with, they tried it with foxes. Uh, you can do it with anything, anything that like lives and breeds. You can, except for eels, because we've never seen them fuck. But um, you've never seen an eel fuck. Nobody's ever seen an eel fuck. You'll fuck what? Eels. They all. They all. You'll fuck anything. I'll all the, tell you all what. the eels. <laughs> 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 but all the eels they they all meet up like somewhere that like nobody knows where they're doing it and they all have nobody's even seen a eels like i think more recently we've figured it out i don't think any eel in captivity has ever had sex um but they're doing it they have they're to doing be. it yeah there's they're definitely so many it. fucking eels bro domesticating I, I, the whole domestication thing i don't like it i don't like the like the whole like all right dog man's best friend i had a connection with the dog before i had a dog for years but it's like i feel bad because it's like it's locked they're in. captives it's yeah they're captives they're fucking slaves they institutionalized they're, they're locked in my house and it's and there's a collar on their neck and and, and and there's this mental breakdown where it's like they don't even realize it and they're there and they're like obsessed with you and and, and it's like they're slaves and they don't even realize it it's like they're in this weird limbo reality and it's like fucking crazy man so from it makes that, me feel bad from that then we have to look at ourselves like where are we locked in where can we not leave what what freaking metaphorical or proverbial collar is around our necks absolutely you know? and there's some shit it's like you can't teach a dog physics 
can't teach a dog fucking calculus. Just it's not for lack of trying. It's not just on, not on paper. They can't fucking comprehend it. And it's like, what what is that to us? Like, what 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 is out there that we can't comprehend that we just literally can't fathom? Fathom. Even. You know what I'm saying? But it's real. It's real deal shit. But it's higher, just higher dimensional perspectives. Like yeah. you know, we try to like make a picture of a tesseract and it's still 3d you know what i'm saying never like we can't even a four-dimensional being would be able to like uh fucking turn a clock inside out or like anything you know what i'm saying so to them time moves like the pages of a book where they can look back like look forward but to us it's this linear thing it's a part of space-time where we have to like at least for physical purposes usually experience it as the as the pages are being turned and we can't necessarily turn it back at least physically it's physical reality there's i just feel like i get this weird feeling and it's maybe it's paranoia but it's like there is some kind of entity like hurting us basically yeah there is is both so there's there are um, higher dimensional beings, and like who knows how high these missions goes. It, it could be, it could be infinite, right? And there are ones that do want to hurt us, that are hurting us, and then there are other ones that don't. And so we have to look at uh, the universe for for starters, right? So the fabric of the universe is this cosmic web, right? And it's both infinite yet both. I mean like yeah also expanding all right and so like what the fuck is it expanding into if it's infinite what is it expanding into what's outside if it's expanding then it must also be finite so you know exactly like, yeah you know, the so. entire concept is is um like a, contradictory a little bit, yeah, yeah. there's like a, a duality mm-hmm. um so if there's something outside of space-time then there very well could be beings that exist outside of space-time. Now, what we do know is that every living being on the planet and even every unliving object is somehow connected through these through these electromagnetic fields that we were talking about uh, before. X, can I interrupt you for a moment? Yeah. Have you ever ripped a massive bong rip of DMT and blasted off? Uh, I've, I've semi-blasted off, but I've... I've like I've definitely done DMT before. So you've seen, sure. you know, you've been kind of yeah gone through some levels at least. Yeah, and you feel yeah. like you're going up, right? Yeah, and you're meeting or experiencing. You mean you mean some like entities? Level. You mean you can meet some entities? Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. So I didn't fully do you blast think that off. That's interdimensional. Yeah, I do. Well, it's because the mind, the like our consciousness is a multi-dimensional thing so it's not bound by physical reality and and the rules of what we consider physics because once again quantum like physics is it's so fucking like absurd that our consciousness if it exists as a wave right or as or as a field this this thing can experience the multiverse or universe or or whatever you want to fucking call it from so many different perspectives that luckily our bodies are here for us to interpret that as as we see it and we can relate that to 
this realm like when we return to it or or when even when we're in those different places so we know or at least theoretically that there are other there are other within this web of consciousness and outside of it there are other beings that exist and some of them are malevolent and some of them are malevolent what's the word benevolent and malevolent yeah malevolent is bad benevolent is yeah for the good yeah we were talking last week about um like i kind of believe that this is satan's realm that we're living in yeah the earth is the earth is supposed to be full of temptation it's full of evil it's full of greed it's full of lust and glutton and um you know, it's 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 up to the righteous yeah. to navigate that and, and to kind of prove yourself in a way. I don't even think we got that deep so into it. But. The the most powerful entity in the universe will always have dominion over everything, but the devil or whatever you want to call him, right? Evil. Evil, like it could be anything. Every single every single society, every single group of people, every single religion has an idea or uh, or at least a word for what whatever the fuck these things are. We know for a fact that, or at least everything considered, right, that these beings um, are of they can they can literally experience different dimensions, right? We know that they very well might not be from Earth, you know, and so yeah, this realm has a lot of uh, demonic influence, and also like you gotta. You gotta like once again like look at back at any ancient text like they came down here to come kick it with us and they gave us all this information right and so but during that time like or even before that there was like if we look at it biblically there was supposed to be like a third of the angels who knows how many of them there were but a third of the angels like in Hebrew text they said they were made out of lightning and fire and they took human form they come down and they come they come like like for lack of a better term hang out and like fuck human women because they're sexy you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and that's, God in was like, that's in Roman mythology too and Greek yeah, mythology yeah. and that's how you get demigods and shit and God was like nah bro like don't do that and they were like well we want to and so that's that they went against the will of God and then uh, they become demonized, literally fallen, and so, but like they were the ones, or I mean, like I don't know, I don't know if the Watchers are the same as the fallen angels, but uh, the devils. They say the devil's greatest tool is a mortar and pestle. So that's mortar what, and pestle. So it's like what you use to grind down uh, herbs and sure, stuff sure. into like a paste, and you like use that to like make distilled so like drugs alcohol anything like this was apparently given to us by some otherworldly beings like alchemy alchemy is a is a great way to put it chemistry um any anything that we can use to manipulate um the objects around us on a deeper level as opposed to just existing on the planet as a part of the ecosystem and just as another quote unquote like even though like humans are supposed to be the highest of them all like if we were like still existing as we were before we were influenced by these uh outside entities we would essentially be animals you know before the fruit of knowledge 
was eaten. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Are you Christian X? No. Any spiritual belief or atheist? Or I, I believe in the God of the Hebrews for sure. Hell yeah, dude. That's what I like to hear. I'm a Silverstein the man. The old King James God? No. King James, Emperor Constantine. Manipulated the All Bible. these, manipulated or not, they, all these people, they, they can't, they can't have any type, they can't, they can't stake any claim to the creation of these religions besides, besides how they manipulated them, which was a good word to use and also manipulated or not like we have to look at it from the real perspective is that like all this information and all this technology and culture was clearly taken from Africa and you know some of it was stolen but a lot of it was just given you know at least I believe a lot of this shit was just given so I don't consider even even Christianity that was that was, at least from my point of view, manipulated to be, um, like the property of Europeans or or even the the true ideas of Europeans. They merely use it uh, as a tool to try to once again, like so. Once Rome fell, the power of Caesar sort of changed to the power of the Pope. You know what I'm saying? There were still monarchies. There were still all the different bloodlines of people who were related to Roman nobility vying for power, which forever, like, happened under that, like, empire. But the main focus was this religious power, was this spiritual focus on the papacy and how uh, they would, and how they would use that like perhaps some some people were probably true believers but for the most part a lot of it i think maybe 50 50 was just people trying to get power for their for their bloodline or their fucking immediate family and then you know maybe even other people actually believing it i'm i'm trying to see some next level miracles i'm trying to see some real god shit as a Jewish man, as a Jewish man, I feel like you you read you read these stories out of the Old Testament. And it was like, yeah, some fucking Jewish guy climbed a mountain and he was talking to God, and he fucking he fucking led his people, and like it's just like I'm ready for some next level shit. Whether it's me or you or David or some some guy I don't know doing some next level miraculous shit, uh, um, you know, uh, making the blind see. And and some real level shit. I'm not saying miracles don't exist no. because there is a lot of beauty in this world. Yeah. But I'm saying some real deal like like whoa, that makes me believe in in yeah. something way bigger than you have to just open your eyes. There are because I have faith, but it's there like, there are miracles happening every day. You just have to open your eyes for it. Yeah. For for instance, synchronicities. Synchronicities are a great example of miracles. When you start to see a bunch of things align with each other, like numerically. Mm -hmm. it's like because you obviously know what a synchronicity is it's just yeah. like let's say like um and and they're well i guess they can be explained so it seems a little bit less miraculous but like every year freaking all these fireflies in africa or whatever they all meet at these trees and they all blink in unison you know why you know what i'm saying or like 
literally the the human body or the fact that we haven't been hit by a fucking asteroid again. I was yeah. just thinking about Yellowstone, uh, like the Yellowstone like the hours ago, and the, then I'm just thinking like, All right, let's just move on from this. Let's it just hope that it doesn't up. explode. Yeah, the super volcano. And dude, and just, when it does, it's just it's gonna blow the whole side of the does, earth. Like, imagine, you know what? It's about uh, 800 miles from us. It's moving at 100 miles an hour. You got eight hours. Eight hours to get away from the plume. Eight hours to not to die. Live. So what do you got to do? Get in a plane? You got to go on top of a mountain a somewhere? What do you You're got? fucked. You're just fucked, period. No, jet, you could get in a private jet. If you had a private if you're jet in a G6, and that, it was ready to take off and you, yeah, you got somewhere to and go. And you had somebody to refuel you. Your Us? Except maybe you could not even X. land at the Atlantic. Start a, dude, that would be fucked. But then, yeah, I mean, you know, it... it I think like I mean there are miracles don't get me wrong but I'm talking about like some real deal well that's what I think I think that's where you're going wrong is you're looking for something profound yeah. like lightning or striking you're, you're looking for something in a car accident, that is inherently you know, like, profound and inherently unexplained like it's not possible I understand and it's like that's what makes it a true miracle is it's like you're able to approach something and and and, and become and be so, you, so you're saying like hey, uh, you, you use Jesus's curing the blind as an example okay we now have modern medicine that literally cures the blind is that not something that's deeply profound and exactly what you're looking for but, right. but it's just not right or, it's, or it's even not it's not even even beyond that we 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 have like ancient shit like say for instance um eating freaking peach and plum seeds actually stops you from fucking getting cancer cannabis mm-hmm. there's sheep sheep sorrel there's all sorts of herbs that'll stop i mean I'm not a doctor, and I'm not going to finish my statement because it's you could get in a lot of trouble. But I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm saying it right now. Ah, he's I'm saying it right now. Either. The pharmaceutical I'll, I'll industry. Agree, I'm but, just kidding. But, but, yeah, <laughs> I've known people. Uh, just kidding. Pharmaceutical industry. You guys are all good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally trustworthy. Um, but yeah, I mean that's a miracle. Cannabis is cannabis a miracle. Psilocybin a miracle. Is it a miracle that these that this spore showed up on Earth? We don't know how. Yeah. Is that a miracle? Is it a miracle that you know I I I, I was doing way too much cocaine for five years of my life, and you know every morning I'd go to or every I mean basically every morning I would go to sleep. Like, man, I hope I fucking wake up. Like was each which is, was each one of those wake ups a miracle? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I shouldn't have woken up. Uh, so I don't think you need to like look too deep or, or look for something so profound. I think you just need to like really realize you can do the, both. what you're That's, in. You can do both. You can you can I look you. deeply, but look you. look deeply into what seems to be commonplace, what seems to be taken for granted, what seems to be obvious, may not be something that is so mundane that it should be overlooked. Yeah, no, you're right about you that. Know. Some real next level shit could be happening but, uh, right underneath our nose, for for real. And and it's also right in front of our eyes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the times, but also I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I I, I mean, I do want to see some telekinesis. Jesus did some next level profound shit. He was walking yeah. on water. I, yeah, telekinesis, absolutely. Uh, telepathy, absolutely. Like these things. So to change my mind and, and really make me like believe somebody could make me believe some next level shit if they showed so, me some next level shit right, like Wim Hof Wim Hof for instance uh, yeah the Iceman right yeah and he also he also ran through the Sahara Desert with like three bottles of water or some shit that's crazy yeah he climbs Everest in shorts and shit like in barefoot shorts. you know there, there was actually the Indian Army like walked up on this freaking yogi and he's just like wearing uh like a like a He's he's wearing a garb that's literally just wrapping his, tor- his mid is like his freaking balls up, mm-hmm. 
like it's not a loincloth because it's actually like a it's actually a wrap like but it's basically underwear and he's in the fucking snow in the mountains just chilling out yeah you know what i'm saying his thing is breath man breathing breath this guy modern? breath, breath this work modern yeah he's modern yeah. there's a video of it his full his thing is like he's he, a mind he, over matter he, bre- he breathes well, it's the breath of life and he gets his breath to a certain point where he's raising the alkalinity of his bloodstream oh by controlling his breathing pattern yeah so it because we're usually really acidic so you think about electricity and how mm-hmm. it travels like electricity travels through alkaline like so much better like it, it just does i mean batteries that's how bat fucking batteries work you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and we're a battery yeah like we really we're battery you know. our brains are mm-hmm. like our brains are like where our consciousness lives right our consciousness is electricity our central nervous system is it, it takes impulses from our brains but th- these are these are impulses that are our consciousness where i put that chaser Oh, you got it. Mm-hmm. So our our so like but yeah like so basically you can pretty much do anything with this body with breath work and also physical training too. Yeah, you know it is a, the body is a very very powerful miraculous thing. I mean, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, it is a miracle that we're fucking here in first place and, and, and surrounded surrounded by space of nothing but death and cold and, and lifelessness and we're here like on this planet. I really you think it's the hell realm? I kind of think it's I think it's the Garden of Eden. We talked about that a little bit before. I think you can create your own reality. I think sometimes you the get Garden lucky. of Eden is the hell realm. It is it, it's exactly what I'm saying. It, it is the temp, it, it's the force of temptation. But the serpent was there, but it's I, f- I feel like it's, it's more neutral than that. Um, and like I understand, like other people have told me that this is like a trial, uh, like a trial uh, place where we have to go through trials. Uh, and you have to win, or you put back in here, right? Um. So like you could you could just go go to hell, but like so I was talking to um a reverend. But he was pretty alternative. He believed that humans were all fallen angels and that we're all on trial for the sins that we committed in heaven with a third of the angels. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like a holding pattern. We're here. We have to prove ourselves to get back where we're supposed to be. We're in court. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit... Buddhist because it's reincarnation until you reach enlightenment. Yeah, because right? not, well, not necessarily like let's say that we're the fallen angels, right? And I mean, like, reincar- uh, it's like basically like he still believes, I believe in, in damnation, I'm pretty sure. Damnation? Yeah. Uh, so, Who, like, Buddha? No, the, the person I was talking to oh, okay, was, a, he was a reverend, yeah, gotcha, right? Okay. No, I don't think Siddhartha so, Gautama believes in hell, but I think. I think Buddhists do believe in hell. They believe in demons. They believe in a hell realm for sure. Absolutely, you can be bound in in hell. Uh, but you get reincarnated in the hell realm. There's right. there's multiple realms you can get reincarnated into. But yeah, keep going. So he believed that we had to take physical form, right? So like angels, they're all made of like fire and lightning and shit. And they're like oh, the illest motherfucking thing on the scene. And then I'm pretty sure I don't know if I'm misquoting him or not, but like. They had to take physical form, right? This limited form, and they had to live out their lives. So it's like almost as if the story repeated itself, and they're like, "Okay, put under the same circumstances, would you do the right thing?" You know, and it's almost like if you didn't want to side with Satan, and you're like, "No, man, I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> Check it out. Like, let me let me argue my case." 
and then you like pretty much like your your memory is wiped but like you still have this everything you knew as a child pretty much and just remembering everything that you knew as a child back before when you were born as well you got to go through that in order to not be condemned it's almost like a second chance you know would you sell your soul to the devil nah fuck no why would I do that not a chance not a chance cause like what's the difference between uh I don't know dozens of years and eternal years and then also I mean another thing is like you know when you get that feeling like damn I'm I gotta sleep okay oh damn finally I'm asleep I gotta eat shit I gotta eat right I can't eat too much or I'll feel bad I was like I gotta drink water. I was like, shit, I gotta walk. Damn, I actually, fuck, I gotta exercise. And like, luckily, I skateboard. So I'm not even thinking about it like that. It's like, oh shit, I gotta do all this shit. And it just seems like maybe not even, maybe not even no matter what you do is not enough. Maybe it seems like, it seems like the monotony and the tedium of life can be exhausting and it exhausts your body until death, especially into this in this society like let's say you do live a pure life you maybe you live hundreds of years if you actually had clean air and fucking like real plants and animals like your 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 lifespan could last like an absurd amount of time you know that biblical life lifespan or like look at let's look at okinawa let's look at places where like their life expectancy is like a hundred years or some shit like that imagine the societies of people that existed before that that may or may not have been documented and suppressed they might not even been documented they might not have even left any evidence but imagine how long you could live without any toxins in in your food and actually like even undomesticated food that that worked with our bodies it's like you could it could be but so all that until now right i could understand how um, one would want to return to the source. And like, damn, you might even lose your, your like individuality in a sense, like your, your, all of your parts of consciousness that you consider to be exclusively you that aren't a part of everything that's ever existed. And you return to this, this hole that is pure love you know not a hole but a hole you become a part of the whole you know pure love i like that that could be enlightenment that's that's what they just yeah that's what they describe as enlightenment uh, is is like you're you're like you you actually take yourself out of the equation you take your individuality and your ego out of the equation and you become a part of all consciousness and you actually ascend, you know, like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, and so, like, but every single religion talks about returning to this source. And even uh, science was, it was really funny. It was like, okay, where did the Big Bang come out of? Oh, nothing. It was like, okay, well, nothing is definitively nothing. So it's, it's kind of funny that, like, you believe in absolute nothing instead of even believing in something even Stephen Hawking he recanted his statement that uh, that God existed but he did he was quoted for saying 
uh, God was the most, it was the easiest explanation of the universe's existence. So if the universe mm-hmm. was created out of nothing, right? And when you die, you become like, you just disperse into like some kind of inert state or some shit. So your consciousness is returning to nothingness, which is returning to your creator. So even science, when you fucking think about it, even like hardcore science that discounts the existence of any type of supernatural thing that they can't prove, even though there's a lot of fucking proof out there, even they conceptually, if you look at it for what it truly is, they still believe the same thing, that you become nothing after you die, Nothing created the universe. You're returning to your creator. It's just like... You see a bug hit your windshield when you're driving down the road and it's instantly dead. And it's like, okay, that bug's dead. Like, what's... It's done. It's gone. It's not gone. The energy's still there? It's... it's it was always there. You know what I mean? It's like... Well, because... We're all we've been a part of it the whole time. I like the idea of going back to the source, and I like the idea of an afterlife. Don't get me wrong, you know, and it, it feels good. The people that I love that have passed away are somewhere safe. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like before we were alive, it was nothing, and it was fine. There was nothing. There, was no, there was no reality. I mean, we had no consciousness. I mean, that's the thing. Is like if, if well, what can you remember back when you were a kid? I mean, there's something. You still had consciousness, but you can't remember none of that shit. It's like it clicks on. It's like it's like a light switch, man. But you can't remember any of it. You can't, yeah. I, I, so like, let's say like one to three. Most people don't have memories from one to three, but you still had conscious. You still had consciousness. In fact, you had consciousness in the womb. So it's not even if we can remember it or not. It's literally like, did it exist in general? That's the question of it. That's that's the main argument. It's like, did your consciousness? at least even energetically exists in some form before we yeah. gained uh what is that self-awareness was it placed inside your body no this the is consciousness already, this is already there it's already there before your body ever existed your consciousness existed everything already existed so you you, you definitely think that we're one organism human beings i think everything is a part of a web of consciousness I think every being that we consider to be living and that every being we consider to be unliving is all a part of a web of existence since the beginning of what we call time what we know as time it's heavy man Take this for example. I agree with you, X. Take this for example. Um, and I hate to say that I've seen videos of this or whatever, but uh, point a gun at a dog that's never seen a gun before. It knows what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. It's scared. It doesn't know what you're doing, but it, 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 it knows. It, 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 it knows. Mm-hmm. Um, deer, you know, elk, you're in rut right now. You're in hunting season. And I'm driving through these small towns, and you're like, oh my God, they're in people's front yards. What are they? Oh, it's so cute. No, they know what they're doing. Because you can't fire a gun in city limits. Because you can't fire a gun in city limits. Right. Dude, that's nuts. They're connected. Like, yeah, it's they're, all... They're, they're a lot smarter than we give them credit for, for sure. And that, that literally could just be, like, a learned behavior or 
something that's passed down genetically, like literally just the deers that happened to be walking around in the city when hunting season was up, they just happened to breed because they didn't get killed. Yeah, and it is rut. So yeah, that's one. So and that, but but at the same time, yes, there is there is like in there's a pool of knowledge, and you can go into it. You can, and that's what these different states of consciousness are all about. It's this pool of knowledge that we're receiving and giving information to. It's like the book The Alchemist, that river, you know. I I think, no for sure. I love that book. I need to read it again uh, because from what I took from it and when I talked to other people, you're probably the third person to mention it. You got something different out of it than I did. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a boy's journey from he's a sheep herder. I'm talking about the right one, right? He's mm-hmm. a sheep herder from Argentina yes. and he wants to see the uh, pyramid. So he goes on kind of this pilgrimage. I think it was Spain. It was Spain, yeah, because he's in Europe, yeah. It was, he wanted to, what, what the fuck? It, he did want to see the pyramids. He wanted to see mm-hmm. the world, but it was. So what I gathered from goal. the whole thing is the only way he was ever going to get to his goal was he had to recognize the omens being shown to him and follow them and trust them. And also listen to the sound of your heart. Right, the omens, yes. yeah. yeah. Is, so the omens are a visual indicator. But the sound of your heart is almost like what people call a gut feeling or like, you know, like your your body does like there's there's definitely a a Mm -hmm. voice, but there's also a physical thing. Like when you see somebody at a party and you just fucking don't like them Mm -hmm. and you think it's for this reason, but it could very well be that reason or any other reason. It could also be bullshit. No, rarely is it bullshit. Okay. I don't think it is. I think like the reason why you could feel some type of energy coming off of them that does not, whether it's good or bad, it doesn't mesh with you. It doesn't mesh with you. And you're one of the first people to say that, that I've talked to this about. It's not good for you at the time. Like Mm -hmm. it's even at the time, maybe later, maybe before right now. No, it's it's back to these electromagnetic fields. Mm -hmm. Every organ system, or every organ in your body has its own electromagnetic field. I gotta pee. Well, um, we have been going for an hour and 35 minutes, which cool. is... Cool, I was wondering what the time was at. That is... I say we keep going. Uh, I want to laugh a little, so let's let yep. him use the bathroom. And yeah. then uh, let's talk about some like lighter-hearted shit. And yeah, because we... See, we... see what makes X laugh. Yeah, that sounds good. Here's some music. I do have a fact check on your ABBA claim, David. Yeah, go for it, Kirk. Fact checked on the ABBA claim. I love it, Kirk. All right, so only one member of the group ABBA was born of this uh, German-Norwegian forced birth uh, scheme, and that was Annie Fried Lienstad. She was the essentially the, the uh, lead singer of ABBA. Okay. And she was born in 1945 to a Norwegian mother and a German father. Insert ABBA here. X, only one person from ABBA's Hitler Youth, the All lead right. singer. That's the fact check. Oh, see, that's what you didn't say right out. X gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. Gonna give it to you. X. Real original. Super original, alright? No, it's not Scooby Doo, it's DMS. I thought it was Exhibit. D. Yeah, X. I, I don't. I, I think it might be X, Exhibit. I, I don't know a lot about Exhibit to be honest. Is X know. is that song DMX or Exhibit? Huh? 
Is that song DMX or Exhibit? X gonna give it to you is fucking... DMX. It's DMX? All right. Yeah, it's DMX. He's also the one that barks. He's a barker. That's also DMX. I remember Exhibit from Pimp My Ride. Can't say I remember the music. He always had the tightest cornrows, I remember. That was Exhibit for you. All right. Dark Man X. That's his name. All right, X. Uh... Get funny? We've been going for an hour and thirty-five. Yeah. It's been spiritual. It's been yeah, fucking cool. Yeah, we can get we can get whimsical. But we like to laugh around here, man. So yeah. what makes you laugh, dude? Um, makes me laugh. Fucked up shit makes me laugh. So I'll, I'll give you a fair warning. Um, yeah, I mean, as long as it's not some straight fuck shit, as long as it's funny, real talk. As long as it's funny. So here's what I here's what I uh, okay. My main story from the week is Elon Musk is on stage and people are pulling advertising from mm-hmm. from X, dude. Disney's pulling advertising. Chase, yeah. Capital One. Apex, I, I did Visa. not expect and him to change says, the name Twitter to X. Oh, yeah, how yeah. do you feel about that? Because you, you go by X and he changed Twitter to X. I mean, there's like some. It's kind of hilarious. Like, <laughs> can't do nothing about it. So like, yeah. I just gotta <laughs> accept it. Laugh my ass off. Yeah. About it. But yeah. back to Elon Musk. So he's on stage, man, and, and they're like, well, you know, what do you think about Disney Pull? And I, I forget what the exact question was, and he's like, he like scoffs. He's like, Go fuck you're going to bribe me with, with advertising? Money? You're going to bribe me with money? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and he's like, do I need to be more clear? And he goes, yeah. go fuck yourself. And he giggles. And he's like, I hope you're out there, Bob. And that's Bob Iger, Disney CEO he's talking mm-hmm. to. He was in the stage and has an interview like later on in the stage. Mind you, Disney is Nazis. Oh, 100%. Yeah, they're they're supporting Israel now, but they are fucking Nazis. Mind you, anybody who's against Elon Musk, I think, is a fucking... Like, the guy spent $44 billion, bro. Like, a, a fortune you wouldn't see in 10 lifetimes. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't personally like Elon Musk, but to the not, fact, like the free fa- speech, the fact that they're, the fact that they're trying to fucking grind his balls into the ground lets me know that he's at least doing something. Yeah, right. he's over something the target. Right. He's over the target. I'm weary of Elon Musk, man. I don't hate the guy, but he, he, he I feel like he's a super villain, kind of. Well, that's how Kirk feels. He's too, definitely not Nikola Tesla. He's fucking. He's not Nikola Tesla. No. He's he's he's, he's more Thomas. Well, I don't know because Thomas Edison was a thief. Yeah, he was. I don't know if. If if, if uh, uh, did Elon fucking Musk is a Elon thief. Musk didn't invent the Neuralink, dude. Well, no, BlackRock's already got it in testing. He also didn't yeah. invent the electric car. He yeah. also didn't invent the the satellite. He so he's more internet. he's more Thomas Edison, and I wouldn't even call him a thief. He's an innovator of of sorts. I he, guess the thing I respect about him is his career and the fact that he has done something that not a lot of people get to do, which is. I mean, like, in sort of a sense, at least on a financial level, be free. And so, like, best case scenario, if he does get completely blacklisted from everything, he'll still be free from he society. He is everything. No, I don't think he's everything. He might be your everything. And no, no, no. no. To, David, David has him. a boner for Elon Musk. David, I, I, I definitely don't have a bone. Look, I have a boner for you, people. You got a medium bone dog. You got just I got a soft chub. Hard I got a soft chub, bro. So... You know, uh, when you're only packing four, soft chub's pretty big. You know packing what I mean? four only, huh? Hey, man. Good God. It's the, the German heritage. Sure, sure. Um, you know, we're not superior in every <laughs> fashion. 
uh, saxophone. <laughs> you guys, you guys invented, you guys invented the saxophone. Um, <laughs> that's, no, that's a claim to fame. So what I like about him, man, is he's just unapologetically, and he has been for free speech. Now, I think that Linda Yaccarino is suppressing people. I don't think it's completely free speech. No. But I do think that, like, and this is the second time he said it. There was another interview where he was like, "I don't care about your fucking money." And like, why does that surprise people? This guy's worth two hundred and fifty billion dollars, and probably more than that. Why would he care about your fucking money? The thing that I like about Elon Musk is he just seems like some guy. Yeah, that's what I like about him. You know, I, and I pers- I really don't like Elon Musk that much. But the one of the one of his redeeming qualities for me is he just seems like one guy is like yeah his parents got money from apartheid and they they benefited from it or whatever at the same time like if you look at his fucking backstory which a lot of it was obviously censored and manipulated because it's the internet like you can you can literally you can you can control people's perception of you by what's posted on the internet about you and he definitely has but at the same time he really just like dude like he fucking dated Grimes, <laughs> fucking had a kid with this chick, and then she was like, ha, fuck you, and divorced him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just some dude, at least, at least in that in that realm of fucking money. Like, he, just, he really just seems like a, a college frat boy who's just, like, had a fucking plan. He had an idea. His parents had fucking hella money and connections and knowledge, and he used that knowledge for his best, I mean, to his best abilities to like be this figure that everybody looks at is like oh he's got billions of dollars no he's just the guy that we know but you get the feeling like he do you do you get the feeling like he's a genius he has that genius uh in him i don't you think he's just a regular guy i mean like no because i want to think i'm at least a little bit smarter than a regular guy what is elon musk's iq do you know kirk that'd be that'd be interesting to find out uh, top of my head, I do not know. I'm researching that right now. Because he's also got his brother. So Kendall Musk is in, like, he he's a Denver. Well, he's actually in Boulder. Can you imagine being Elon Musk's brother? Like, God, he's pretty living cool. in his I, shadow. Uh, Kendall, is he cool? Kendall Musk is pretty Mm-mm. fucking cool, man. Uh, he owns the kitchen, and the kitchen next door, he's a restaurateur in Denver. Yeah. Oh, you know, really? I don't I even know. consider it. But you, dude, you just got, like, the illest fallback plan of all time. Yeah, just living in right, your brother's like, house? No, not in his house, bro. Like, your brother, you'd be he like, hey. He doesn't have a house. You'd be like, hey, um, I want to uh, make an observatory in the Amazon rainforest, and I want it to have lasers all around it. So if anybody tries to come and fuck with me, they will get hit by lasers. Yeah. Sharks with laser beams. And if your brother was down, if you could convince him to do it, he'd be like, yeah, come on, let's do it. Whatever. That's ill. Because probably people don't necessarily liken him to Musk as much, because they probably don't even like Musk that much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that his little brother or his older brother? Kindle, I want to say. Is, yeah, I really don't know. I couldn't say. But he okay. wears a cowboy hat. It's a little taller than, uh, better looking than Elon. Taller. You know, Elon's kind of like nerdy. Kindle's like, you have to look him up. You, you, you got your computer. It's, uh, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he, he, so, uh, he's a Denver guy. Yeah. So Elon Musk, I cannot find a verified source for his IQ. Yeah. So you I'm can, not going to... Uh, you can, like, we, on that. you can yeah, you can see up uh, Kimball Musk and his brother right now. So you can sweep the internet for information over yourself. You Elon can, is older than Kimball. Okay. It's okay. Kimball or Kindle? B Kimble. or D? It's Kimball. Kimble. Oh, it's Kimball? As in K-A-M-B-A-L. Yeah. Yeah. So Kimble. the neural link 
it's a computer chip they put inside your brain. You can interact with the internet. No, you interact with machines. You can interact. You interact with the internet. Well, the purpose of Neuralink is to um, connect human with machine. So it's not to connect the internet to the human mind or the human mind to the internet. It's to connect the human mind to a machine. So, you know, if you move your hand like this, there's a robotic arm on the other side mm-hmm. that will move its hand. So but, you could get outside of dangerous work. So, but you could search so, the internet with your mind. I mean, that, that's basically probably what it would get that's down the to. Yeah, I mean, version. You, you that's the 2.0 version. That's the 2.0 version. So, yeah, yeah if, you can, if you can use your brain to operate a robot hand, you can use your then brain to operate a cursor. Why not? You can even use your brain to probably yeah. search It's the same thing is if the voting booths are connected to the internet to send the votes, then the voting booths are connected to the internet to change the votes. How mm-hmm. much money right. do you have it goes to both get? Ways. How much money do you have to get paid to get the beta version of Neuralink put into your brain? The first version. They'll pay you. Yeah. E- Elon, Elon, yeah, that's what I'm saying. How much how much would Elon have to pay you? Me? He's not gonna put it to, in me. To put to put the Neuralink into your brain. I don't want to do that at all. There's, there's no amount of money. No, there's no amount. Not for me either. Imagine having a headband on or some like like imagine having an article of clothing on your body that you really don't like at the moment and you can't take it off mm, ever. Yeah, that's that's tough. You're talking about two that. guys that they couldn't get a vaccine by, and you think we're going to put a fucking brain? You're talking to the guy who got a vaccine. You're talking. They, to the they guy might have, they might have yeah. been able to administer the vaccine in another way, but I never actively chose to take it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have. I felt healthy. I was fine. Yeah, I mean, you had your job held over your head. It was called. Uh, it's called coercion. And should have forged it. Should have forged it. Should have forged it. It's too late now. It was. It's, it's about too late. to be. She's about to be digital, so it's not just about to be paper anymore. Because before it was like. You could you could literally you could literally just use a piece of paper no. and like yeah they want it in your retina and your fingerprint now like oh really yeah like well I'll scan your retina and that'll tell me your vaccine status or what take your yeah or take your saliva or like they're gonna they're gonna how put the it fuck in with are DNA. they scanning your retina for your vaccine status because that's your that's your self identifier that's your ID that's oh, your, oh well all okay the I, th- I, thought they were, I thought it changed your retinal tissue which, no no I didn't no. believe it was it's just possible. like that's like your fingerprint yeah your digital fingerprint is gonna be your retina oh and indeed. that's gonna be linked to all oh, of your yeah. medical records all of your vaccine records your uh, social, social credit score yeah, yeah yep, social yep. credit score man that's a crazy thought it's like it's if, you, if you don't if you don't fall in line they're not going to let you travel out of the country they're not going to let you well, purchase purchase they, items happening in china it's, yeah it's happening this yeah. shit's real it's literally called the mark of the beast yes the mark of the beast that's why i would not put Neuralink inside me that's why i would not allow that vaccine inside of me now i'll tell you aaron and i've not gonna have this. a fucking subdermal chip either no, I'm not gonna. You're not gonna put anything inside to me that I can that I can control. Now I don't know what they're putting in my water, what they're putting in pineapple cocktail, what they're what they're spraying you know, behind airplanes, what they're putting in the frozen pizza that I eat. But you know, you gotta live in in the best I can. You know, I'm gonna try to avoid the mark of the beast. And it's funny that X calls it the mark of the beast after claiming to not be Christian. But there, there's well, definitely like, there's it's definitely written some, in the book what it is, and it tells you what's gonna happen. Yeah. So, so it's, it's been like prophesized, yeah. yeah the prophecy and it's unfolding as we speak. Yeah. Revelations is a crazy ass fucking section of the Bible, man. Yeah, I, I read so I read the entire Bible besides the 
book of the Chronicles of Kings. I read the book of Kings and then I read the book of Chronicles of Kings. I was like, oh my god, it's just it's just like it's just a lineage book. Yeah, um, but um, but but yeah, uh, fucking. This isn't funny. Is there something read, that'll make us laugh? <laughs> yeah, I read Revelations. Oh, all right. I'll tell. I think I have a joke. Um, what do the landlords say to the? I think you guys probably know the joke. But what do the landlords say to the single mother of three who was? late on her rent and asking for an extension for the next two and a half months um, because she was pregnant and a lot of companies wouldn't hire her um, until until they knew exactly what was going to happen with the pregnancy. What did the landlord say to her? Yeah, what did he say to her? When she was asking for an extension. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old one. That's a really that's a really old joke. Yeah, I think a lot of people have heard that. Nice. I'm glad the punchline was that because I couldn't take any more. No, yeah. That was a long setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had to be a short punchline. <laughs> he said no. Yeah. Just no. I was going to say fuck you or something like that. I was going to say... Tr- but no, no is even more clear. Trying to fuck. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, fuck, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck you would be a little... It'd be a little bit too much. Ugh. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Did you hear me, Bob? Bobby. <laughs> uh, dude, we got anything funny? I think Mike Johnston's car getting stolen was funny. Like that. Like like that. That Who, joke writes itself. Who's whose car got stolen? Uh, the Den- new Denver mayor. Oh, really? Yeah, it got stolen, and nice. then uh, they had it back in 24 hours. You ever heard of anybody getting their car stolen and then DPD tracks the GPS? They got it back in 24 hours. I never heard of that. Every every car after 1995 yeah, has, a, has GPS. a GPS in that motherfucker. Yeah. It's a tracking device, baby. So they got the mares back. Right, that's good. I didn't hear what kind of car it was. Though. I'm definitely that. I'm curious about that. Lizito? Kirk? I'm uh, looking up right now. I don't Noise. think they're going to tell you what kind of car it is. But I want to know. That's kind no, of the, that's kind of the outrage they're now. Gonna tell like, you. Does DPD work that hard for anybody else? Uh, it's not. Is that even hard work? No, no, but if they got to go out and do it. Was, no, they don't got to go out and do it. It's just that the the crime, the fucking the whole whatever organizations that are doing this crazy shit, they're in coordinates with the fucking cops in general. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's all you know, the the degradation of society is uh, inactive. Well, the, the thing about the mob, right? The mob always had a good relationship, or at least a decent relationship with the cops. So you mm-hmm. can't commit crime in an organized. In an organized fashion on a large scale without having uh, some type of relationship with law enforcement. Speaking of the mob, where I went today, Weston, Colorado, talked to the, we're talking to the guy I'm dropping the hot tub off to. He's like, that house was Al Capone's in the 20s. We're in Weston, Colorado. And he points right to it. He's like, yeah, you had some buddies out here. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, yeah, there's probably rum runners out in the mountains. We're, we're like 10 miles north of the New Mexico-Colorado border like west of trinidad and he's like and there was just no law out here he liked to be out here i was like man that's fucking crazy man because like yeah that guy was there man they said uh they, they he's like remodeling the house they took the um not the drywall because back in the day it was uh mortar yeah or, or yeah, some, some shit. yeah uh, and they took it out they saw they found a it, was, ice it wasn't pick, mortar uh, it was plaster plaster yeah so they take the plaster out and in between the, the kitchen and the living room is an ice pick covered in a uh in a rag so it's like, you know, where's Murder that body? Jeez. Well, yeah, yeah. Who knows? I don't know why else it would be there. 
And it's like down in that area, it's like, dude, Colorado mountains, like, don't mm-hmm. fuck with people because you just get thrown down a mine shaft. Like, yeah, and, and you're never found. You're literally. never found. It's a cold case forever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, probably, probably knew some things about well, that. We, but yeah, we, got, we got dark again. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's a comedy podcast, but comedy can get dark. Is this a tragedy that we're living in or a comedy? This is tragic comedy. Well, I mean, tragedies are comedies, right? Comedies from are a certain distance. I guess it's the other way. Comedies are typically tragedies. Like, look at an Adam Sandler movie. It, they, they don't work without the tragedy happening, and then yeah. and then the 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 ending is always um, reconciling and, and yeah. making everything right. But it all leads up to that tragedy. All the funny things lead or up the, to the tragedy leads up to the to to the resolution of the sort of comedy movie comedic movie but yeah I mean a storyline has to follow there's no real storyline for a comedy right like the storyline for a comedy always follows a tragedy yeah so it's like a tragic it's like a I can't remember I can't remember I'm like not being in my mic enough uh, you probably have to freaking I don't know the, the editing's gonna go in and out on this so you got the best you got the best producer in the world so. hey noise but but yeah like I don't know if it was what is it called like I know like tragic comedy is like the term that I have in my mind for some reason but it's like comedy from a certain perspective or tragedy from a certain perspective is comedy and in like a certain um interpretation is comedy some of the best comics can can bring light to a tragic situation and, and what's that and Bill Murray every Bill Murray movie everybody liked um Lost in Translation like, is that kind of, yeah, I can't remember it. I think that's kind of. I think Bill Murray's comedy is kind of like you mm-hmm. know tra- tragedies, like but but looked at on a different angle as yeah. a, you know as something you know you could find find the comedy in it if, yeah, if like, you look. I think like you imagine the perspective of imagine the perspective of Bill Murray uh, living in this fucking old form of Hollywood and seeing all the fucked up shit that he did, and it just. Like the funny part of it, he just seems like he's just fucking done with the shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's probably because he's like witnessed the atrocities of, of fame, uh, of, or just or just the the fucking underground of of powerful people, and he's like, uh, yeah. like yeah. He just seems like a cool fucking guy that he I does. would like to hang out with, and, man. And that's and that's like, why. I I mean I don't know what it is about Bill Murray, but it's like his head. It's like he's kind of a goofball, but it's like his head's on straight, and you want to follow him like you would follow that guy into the into the fire, dude. It's Bill. It's Bill Murray, dude. I follow no man. I follow no man into the fire. <laughs> oh, dude, can we can we follow talk? No a- man anywhere. So he's actually a ninja. X is a ninja. Black belt. Mm. Mm, I don't think ninjas have belts. And oh. <laughs> And I'm and I'm not a ninja because I've I've never studied ninjutsu to that level. So, all right, I hate to tell right, more right. of a ninja, if you would. A ninja? Yeah, it's a speed racer. Look, if I put reference. three cinder blocks here, could you smash through them with your palm? I could smash through each one one at a time. You could smash through a cinder block with your bare hand. With my foot, in my hand. That's heavy. Like a front kick or like with your heel or dude, be, your heel is powerful. It'd probably be a heel kick. Dude, yeah, your heel is powerful, man. I I I dented up my car with my heel kick. I, my my brothers and I, we used to like go like do industrial. Shit. We were doing like urban exploring. I feel like before it was like popular, but I think every urban explorer was doing that same thing. 
and we would we would go to like construction sites and we would just like just destroy like cinder blocks sometimes for some reason because we figured out that like we could use a crescent axe kick like because it has enough built up momentum to like break through a cinder block Mm -hmm. so what training do you have in uh your um, martial martial arts yeah um i have like a little bit of karate from the ymca um also tai chi which is like a lot of people don't even consider to be a martial art uh my teacher was teaching us some ill shit. I mean, like, imagine, like, four teenagers all running at a, like, a, a dude who appears to be a normal guy, and, like, he doesn't even, like, punch us. It's just, like, you, you run to him, and you're ready for with your attack. So you're ready for him with your attack, and you get to, like, right when you're supposed to do it, and he, like, flips you over, and you don't even hit the ground. You just end up running past him. You know what I'm saying? That's so, sick. That and a little bit of a little bit of taekwondo and a little bit of um, tai chi, a little bit of aikido, a little bit of muay thai, a little bit of boxing, and you know a little bit of street fighting, of course. All like, see your biceps, you you're ripped. So. I'm cut. I was once ripped, but I like broke my jaw in a car surfing accident. And I was on a liquid diet for a few months, and I've, I've Fire. never, yeah, exactly. And I've never, I've never rebuilt my muscle up after that. I wanted to be a boxer for a while, but you get punched in the face a couple of times, and you realize like I don't, I don't want to do this. Well, you can just do the, bo- you don't have to spar with people. You can just do That's the true. boxing training. It's great. It's great. Uh, training you can, for cardio you can choose. And shit. Yeah. You can cho- so like if you're if you go to a boxing gym, which which I definitely would recommend if you want to do boxing. You don't have to spar, but they will make you do that training because you're in the gym mm-hmm. and you will notice an immediate after like a month a difference in not only how you feel physically, how you feel in terms of your security and how you feel um mentally as well mm-hmm. like immediately I'm saying within thirty days of doing this training. And going home and doing the homework, which isn't that hard because they they know how to build somebody up. You know, mm. you do boxing. Yeah, do boxing. I want to do boxing. I want to like actually do it. I I did jujitsu for a little while uh, with gi, and it was pretty cool. I mean, but it's still, it, um, yeah, because I like the idea of not having to to strike somebody, just being able to like stop the situation in its tracks mm-hmm. and just be like, yo, like stop doing what you're doing or I'm going to break your arm. Like you got to settle down. Like I'm not trying to hurt you and like you shouldn't hurt anybody and just chill out. And like, that's really cool. I think, but I don't know. That's all. That's a long road, man. But I'd like to learn jujitsu to get better at jujitsu and, uh, and boxing for sure, man. Go Definitely go to a boxing gym. Yeah. That shit's tight. Cause that's, that's old school, man. Just like, just, I would spar too. Cause you put on some big gloves. It's like, I mean, the, the gloves are actually more dangerous than just super just bare fists. Yeah. yeah. It's the first the first death in boxing wasn't recorded until they started using gloves. Really? That's insane. I had no idea. I guess you're just adding weight to the end of your fulcrum. So, yeah. You know. You're, it, it's merely to protect the boxer's hands. Before yeah. that, they used to use these like... They just taped up, They used right? to use the... Well, they used to use the tape and they used to use the padding around the tape because boxing tape makes your hand a lethal weapon. So they put the padding around it not only to protect your hand but also to protect the other boxer. Mm-hmm. Then they started to like add ounces 
to the tape, and that's when the first death was recorded. I think if you're going to get into uh, whether it's MMA or boxing or martial arts and you're going to go compete, I mean, you're running the risk of getting hit in the wrong place and you fucking break your back, you get hit in the temple, you fall over, you die. I mean, you're running that risk, right? Well, the same, the same only, as a only sparring, sparring is a little bit different, you know? It should be a little Practice is a little bit different. Yeah, the you're going like 60%, maybe 60, 70% so, to the full I out. I mean, the, the main thing that's the same across uh, the board when it comes to all of these different disciplines is that when you're sparring in your gym, you're sparring with your friends that you've been training with. When you're doing practice in football, you're practicing with your team, so on and so forth. So, yeah, you can you can do you can do all of these extreme sports that aren't like if you're not competing against like the environment, like uh, fucking mountain biking and and snowboarding and shit. If you're competing against other physical people, I mean physical, I mean. You know what I'm saying? You, if you're not competing physically against people that you know, uh, you're not running as much risk because they're your fucking homies. You know what I'm saying? They're, they well, don't, especially in a team, they don't have if, as if much you behind your teammate, it. Yeah. Then you're hurting your team. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, you're not trying to hurt your homie. You're not trying to go you know, full in speed. In football in practice, home. they put the quarterback in a red sweater so it's obvious you don't touch this guy in yeah, practice. Well, no, you, you can fuck him up, but it's like, you're you're still you're still going to like you're actually exceeding the level that you would be during a practice because it's it's not as is there's not as much uh what would you call it uh pressure. However, it's like you're damn I, I lost my train of thought. But even though even though you're exceeding that level, you're you, uh, I'll, I'll just like fucking backtrack. You you're just not going as hard because it's literally your homie. It's you know not competition. It's not competition. You're, you're actually still competing, but it, you're not... Also, actually, here's a good way to put it. There's no emotions that are motherfucking, like, fucking malicious mm-hmm. against the person that you're competing against. And usually there's less on the line. I mean, unless you're trying to get the number one spot or whatever. I mean, in practice, it's not like, you know, you're, there's less on the line. Yeah, that's why fights break out like during preseason. You hear because like yeah, they've got to they've got to you know mm-hmm. prove I'm the toughest guy out here. I'll, you know I'll fuck that guy up even if I have to, right? So dude, like back to martial arts, like the, dude, you don't know who's trained anymore these days. Well, you look for cauliflower ears. Yeah, yeah, don't you fuck don't with that's, motherfuckers with cauliflower that's extreme ears. Extreme training, though. Yeah, that's you know you don't fuck with those guys. Yeah, definitely don't fuck with anybody. Period. But dudes with arms like X, I wouldn't fuck with them. Yeah. And like, dude, so I'm not interested in fighting. I'm not interested I'm really in learning not how to box. Like, what's protected me is just being five foot eleven, two hundred twenty pounds. Yeah, people don't fuck with you, you know. Mm-hmm. And I could say, in a lot of like comedy, making people laugh or just just diffusing a situation. Diffusing with a situation words, is very important, you know. And even a lot of times, the situations that I get in are are uh, inflamed by something I say, just yes. like fucking off the cuff, trying to be funny, yes. trying to be fucking edgy. Um, and uh, I don't think fisticuffs is really the way to fucking fix something like that. It's Usually like, not. Hey, whoa, 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 man. Usually, I'm making a joke. Let me the, make another the one. The only time Come I've on, gotten to a fight is when somebody has hit me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Besides but all, that. But then you're starting same, that dude, fight. That same, but same then you're with starting me, that fight from behind. And, like, that's what I fear. Because I've, I've, I've also been told like, if you're in that fight and you think they're going to hit you, then you need to strike first. Yes. And that's very important because now you have the upper hand. Well, well, Cobra but the action. only times I've actually 
started a fight for Mahan is when I actually wanted to hit the motherfucker because it it came to a point where they were like basically not giving me a choice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And even even then, like actually, I still don't feel like it would have resolved itself considering the situation. But I was just like, all right, let's fucking get this over with. You know, if if I was gonna fucking win, like if I wasn't, I'd be like, all right, let me just fucking get out of here or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, you can only get punched in the face so many times if you're like, man, I don't want this to happen again. Fuck this. And you can't win. There's no winning in a fight, I don't think. I mean, even if you beat the hell out of the guy, it's like you risk a lawsuit or you, you feel bad for exactly. hurting somebody. Or or if you I lose, mean, you, then, you, then you, you risk a death in a manslaughter. Yeah, straight you, up. You man. also risk your own death. Yeah. yeah. That's my problem. And it's a 50-50. It. I remember talking to uh, one of my buddies back in the day, and he, he, was, he, was, he would always get into scraps. But his thing was like, it doesn't matter how big the fucking guy is, what he knows, it's a 50-50 shot. If somebody connects, like it's a fifty-fifty chance. I mean, sure, if they're if they're trained in in fucking kung fu or some shit, watch your ass. But like fifty-fifty chance, like it's dangerous to get into a fight. You could, yeah. you could, you would, even if you're a good fighter, you could get your ass laid out. You can like, get your shit. One you can hit, get your shit one all the way yeah. fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm not trying to do that. I've been good would, about getting out of fights. And I would say my way statistically, around. it's fifty-fifty. But if you actually train yourself, you become one of the upper percentile, like one of the the 10 percentile of people who can scrap it's just like you're right anything you do for uh, uh say an hour a day for one year you're gonna be in the fucking 10th percentile of people who are skilled at that thing if you are training the way that you're supposed to be training yeah and you're training every single day you're throwing your hands every single day boom left right left right cross left right left right and then when somebody actually comes at you somebody who's just fucking around who doesn't know shit you're, you're already left right left right right cross and you're already ready you're in the zone already and Guarded. it's like you're, yeah it, it's a muscle memory at that yeah, and there's something to be said for like training in jujitsu where like the mm-hmm. training is uh, you're starting on defense and then turning your defense into offense mm-hmm. right so you're, 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 you're trying to understand what they're going to do how you're going to counter that and then exactly right after you counter that how you're going to go on offense and um uh it's and it's it's really not it's really not still defense yeah the offense is still defense and it's really not fight and jujitsu it's 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 to pin them to just stop it at that point right yeah neutralize neutralize that's the word i was looking for yeah so you know how do you do that how do you stop it like that's jujitsu where like krav maga is like how do you at, at any at any cost uh, anything you can grab to just protect yourself and fight, it's all offense. Krav Maga's heavy offense, dude. Krav Maga's cool. That's some Israeli Isn't military. That, yeah, that's what they're, that's Israeli, Israeli shit, yeah. right? Dude, I, dude Krav Maga, they go hard. They go hard. Muay Thai. Muay Thai is off the fucking chain. Then Aikido, you got the stick. Aikido, even without, even so like, they call it a bow staff in um, Chinese martial arts. They call it a Joe in, in uh, Aikido, but even without the Joe, in fact, without the Joe staff, a lot of a master of Aikido is more deadly. I mean, like, actually, I wouldn't say that because fuck that. Like, yeah, if you have a stick, you're gonna <laughs> fuck people up more. Yeah, yeah. But the fucking joint manipulation shit that I've learned and seen people do in Aikido and Hopkido, which is like the Korean counterpart of it, it's like, dude, like, I've actually been able to use it on people that have like attacked me and like. 
you grab somebody's hand or their their arm or their fucking any any fucking part of their body in a certain way and it locks the joints up and then at, at that point you're like you just look at them you're like okay like you feel this motherfucker yeah. like you can't move your arm like I could I could break your arm beyond repair like what are you gonna do now you know what I'm saying this is off the chain say you love crepes say you love crepes <laughs> Oh, you mean the little thin pancakes? That's a decent compromise. My favorite martial arts scene from any movie is Dumb and Dumber when he's in his dream and he's in, oh the, my and he's God, in the restaurant yes. and he's like doing all the shit and then he like fucking punches into the guy's chest and he grabs his heart that's still beating and he like gets a doggy bag and he just like flips open the doggy bag and like looks at him. Just puts it in, wraps it up, and the guy just like falls. He over. hands him the doggy bag. Yeah. He hands him his own heart, and then he fucking passes out and dies. Yeah, God, oh. that movie's good, man. I love Jim. Is that Carrey. Dumb and Dumber one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. Dude, Jim Carrey put a check for a million dollars in his wallet, carried it around, and he just knew. He just told himself every day that he was going to cash that check, and, and eventually he did. He did the mask. And, and he he cashed a million dollar check and like it was just manifestation. Manifestation is real. It's something I'm trying to lock into right now. Manifesting shit. Don't need but, to lock into it. Just manifest it. I mean, just believing. I mean, it's, it's so one of one of the principles of manifestation. For one, um, you have to choose specifically, very specifically, what the fuck you want. Not only are you gonna are you gonna go for the highest, the highest thing the highest version of yourself that you can imagine and of your life, you also are going to have to be very specific about what you want. And another way or another thing that you must be aware of is that you have to have gratitude. You have to have gratitude to whatever you understand as the universe in order for you to exist in that dimension in your mind and it once you once you do you're going to your actions are going to change and your reality is going to change the people around you are going to change and there will be a lot there'll be a lot of of friction mayhaps maybe there won't but there's going to be a lot of fuck shit or there could be but through all of that you have to keep that image of who you are not who you will be who you are and all of these all of these things that you're seeing will become real in the physical reality the mind is a powerful thing man and that's that's some of that next level shit that i was telling you about earlier that i'm trying to tap into i think we can tap into some next level shit like that we really truly can man can do anything and manifestation is real and and like the more down you are the more down on yourself you are and the shittier you are to people and like shittier stuff comes your way and it's not fucking rocket science and it sounds kind of cliche but it's real it's fucking real man if you could just keep your head on right and just stay keep your cool like good shit will happen man and like i don't know i just fucking you 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 can't you can't it's it's well it's hard to teach somebody it, it's lead a horse to water exactly you took the word right out of my fucking mouth dude you took, you you took the just, word right out of my mouth. you just happen to have good parents and they told you this shit, then you're lucky. Or if you like watch the Saturday morning cartoons back in the day, they would tell you this same shit. And and it seems like 
Like, dude, you're taking a break from the action of G.I. Joe, and I'm trying to figure out what's about to happen to Cobra Commander because, like, <laughs> he's got my boy all hemmed up, like, type shit. <laughs> but all of these things, they just seem like people just telling you them because they want you to be good. They want you to do this shit. You're like, what the fuck? Oh, be myself. Oh, cool. Whatever. Like, motherfucking do the right thing. Oh, do unto others. You're like, that doesn't sound like the way to get ahead and really, like, you're not, you're only getting ahead like getting ahead really only means getting ahead of the fucking terrible and fucked up shit that could be you're getting ahead of all the the freaking futures that could like not benefit you and the world you know what I'm saying so like I think that my bad but manifestation manifestation has to do with that so it's like you you can like or basically feeling the gratitude for the blessings that you have yet to receive that that is a part of it yeah being grateful being uh, constantly reminding yourself being grateful for what you do have not not always just being like oh, I wish I had this I wish I had that but but remembering like no you you've got a lot of good shit and there are people that would kill for you and life. and what you do and what also what you want to have as well feeling feeling grateful for what you know you will have and who you know you will be while having that. I think X might have to rap a little bit. I was playing this the other night. X was rapping over it. I was like, "Oh, not so he's gonna rap like spit. He's not. We're not wrapping up." Oh uh, no, I was gonna say like spit. No, I'm not trying to put him on the spot though. But him spit. and Bird both were spitting on this shit, and I was like, it made me feel good because like I feel like I can write hooks, but I can't write fucking verses. Like I can write verses, but it just they're disconnected and shit, and like. Well, I mean, you're also, I mean, Aaron, you are emo, like, fucking through and through. Like, grow those bangs out a little more, and it's covering that eye, you know? Like, you're, you're, My you're three eye. inches away. Um, Fuck so, you, David. Oh, it's a compliment. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm just joking. guys I've ever met in my life. I'm joking. Thank you. Aaron doesn't struggle, you know what I mean? That's not true. Um, I, think, I think that'd be cool to get into he, some music he does, here. He, does, he struggles... But it's that it's that struggle that makes him. It's like, dude, you've been doing this shit so hard. You don't even look like you're even doing it. Doing what shit? Exactly. Being you. So as far as manifestation goes, um, I, I had to walk away for a moment, but I'd like to put my two cents in. In order to manifest anything, it's not just about wanting it and desiring it. It's also about being, making you the person that you need to be to be able to accept it when it happens. It's literally what I was touching on. Um, and also, and also, you you can't even as far as I'm, you can't even be in the fucking situation to accept it unless you are that person. Mm-hmm. So. So instead of it just being your opportunities, it's literally like, it's hard to even be in a place where you could get those opportunities 
or have those opportunities unless you have become the person who is in the like in the actual vicinity of them mm-hmm. you know so I like to liken it to um, you know you're a single guy and, and you know you're sick of all the women you've been with and you know the woman that you want I mean, you could even pinpoint her at the bar, but you could definitely tell. You could definitely tell your buddies, like this. You know, I want. I want. She should be blonde. She should be 26 years old. She should be a professional. She should have no kids. Okay, that's fine. She should know karate. Okay, that's all good. She should be wearing a a long, short skirt and a long jacket. Okay, that's all good. That's all good. Who are you? Exactly. Everybody has their shit. And why do you think that you're in a position to get? that dream woman maybe you are maybe you're not but enabled to man to be able to manifest that you have to be the person that can attract that you have to be the you have to be the actual person you have to be the person who is who is the man who is actually worthy of being with what you want and that's not even just a woman but the woman is a great example because they're literally the reason why all of this everything exists take women out of it you want to be the luthier of colorado okay master luthier and you're going to manifest that how do you do it you're doing it right now you're setting yourself into a position to be able to accept that manifest but you can't take that manifest until you're the guy ready to take it, you know? You can't be... You won't even be there. You won't even be there. It's, it's, it's just not even an option. It, it, exactly the same thing. You wouldn't be there. I, I, like, I talk to my I talk to my homies, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of times they think I'm, like, sort of uh, pretentious. But it's, but it's, it's like, not even that. It's, it's literally... Which, uh, which one does that... The guitar one. Um, it, it's it's already pretty maxed up. I'm I'm not trying to play too loud. I'm just keeping it. I'm okay. keeping it light. But, but uh, but yeah, I'll, like talk to my homies and like, and I tell them that like every opportunity, and I feel like I'm even paraphrasing myself right now, but every opportunity that you are not exhibiting yourself to be open to in the sense of like I can't take you to this fucking room I can't take you to this to this party I can't take you to this because I know who you are right now and I know what you're fucking liable to do so it's the same thing in in manifestation where it's like dude you're not even not even at the art gallery right now you're some whole other place you might even be right by it but you're in a completely different place to the point where you could you could walk in front of the door on your way to the bodega and never even notice it's happening. I love a good bodega. Now here, what about the opposite of manifesting? Which I would say is just allowing life to happen and, and not wanting anything. But just wanting to be who you want to be it's and, and seeing where that leads. It's, it's not even just wanting to be who you want to be, but it's, it's literally being. So I think there's, I don't think that's the opposite. I, I think the perspective could, um, 
uh, appear to be reciprocal, but it's it's literally you're creating this image in your mind, and you're just being that. So it's, it's genuinely just being that, and you are that, and everything else around you. It doesn't necessarily like just fall into place, but I mean it definitely appears to do that. The only thing that is um the only thing that's different from it falling into place or that doesn't look like it's falling into place is all of the things uh and habits and people that are attached to your current identity um conflicting with who you are becoming or who you want to become I'm excited to see who you fucking end up becoming because I like who you are right now and you got wicked fucking potential Lex you're the man dude I'm glad you're in my in my life dude hey. like for real me too my boy like for real what's our time at Aaron? uh we're at two hours and 21 minutes I feel like we should go to one up and and, and yeah, yeah yeah let's uh X can you put the headphones back on uh, let us know what you're doing. Shout out to any projects you got. Anything you want people to hear about. The projects. Uh, my main projects is the projects. Ah, bitch. <laughs> Are you actually doing anything there? Or is this just kind of lighthearted? Huh? Are you doing anything for homeless or, um, you know, BIPOC community in the projects? Or is that just um, lighthearted? I, so uh, one thing, it, it was lighthearted. But um, uh, I think uh, f- for an example... I guess I'll shout out um, Cats Not Cops, which are a local, it's like a local nonprofit, and they actually help the homeless people in Denver um, to, I don't know, fucking find a way. Yeah, like live their lives. They they do, um, they do, uh, what is that? When you like feed people. Um, Charity and food drives and they're no they're actually like um i know the lady who runs it and she actually uh she hope she hosts um freaking every wednesday i don't know it's getting kind of cold so i don't know if she's doing it at the place she was doing it right now but yeah they like they feed the homeless they provide um freaking personal items you know like uh socks t-shirts socks uh, tampons, hot hand, like literally whatever they can because they they function on like a donation sort of thing or whatever. I, I'm I don't think I'm like really putting it like the way that it is, but yeah, cats not cops, Denver. Thanks. And I'm I'm not running that. Like it's just it's just some some good people that I know. You know. Oh, yeah. In regards to the streets. Bitch, <laughs> man, I, I'll just say something. I see that, and I, you know, even in Aurora Parker, two twenty five is a big homeless community, and I just see it. It uh, tears me apart. And, uh, I've struggled with drugs myself. I'm lucky enough to have family and a support system that, that mm-hmm. have uh, come out of it. So, uh, I, I don't know the solution. Yeah, I mean, in, any anything you could get into where the money you donate is actually going to the cause, mm-hmm. I think I think it's like. A good start for sure. And if you Making see somebody, if you see somebody on the street that's like super fucked out in their own in their own way, they're delusional or they're drugged out or they're just they they got they, some issue with their mind or whatever. 
They they just they want somebody they, they need somebody to talk to. Just talk to them. Have a conversation with them. Make them feel like a human being. I'm serious. That goes a long fucking way. Have a conversation with them. You don't have to necessarily, I mean, give them, give them a dollar, fine, but just, uh, just a conversation goes a long fucking way, and I'm, I'm not trying just to. Just introduce yourself and say how you doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let it go, man. Yeah. All right, Aaron, play us out. This is Fortune Radio. Fortune. 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 Don't feel no change And I'm just a man Some people I Can't pretend to be that superman upside down to maintain the structure of the flowers for hours the cows have chose to choose a side flowers mighty Fortune Radio.